It's the Mike Wills Podcast. Oh my god, the growth is going to be hit by the coronal mass ejection! Hello and welcome to the next edition of the Mike Wills Podcast. Uh, today is August 18th, 2022, and I believe, uh, I'm trying to piece, I don't know specific dates, but I believe it's today when the Earth will be hit by a, a coronal mass ejection, or CME for short. So what is this going to do to Earth? Well, supposedly it could disrupt some power, which I suppose is... In, I haven't heard clarity on that one from the science community because I have not been watching uh, the Space Weather Woman's uh, YouTube channel. I should do that. <clears throat> and I might even provide an update. Um, Space Weather Woman, she's a YouTube channel. She has all the scientific facts. She's actually a space weather scientist. I'm not, sh- I don't remember the exact, the exact thing that she is, but she specializes in weather in space so stuff caused from the sun etc etc so she has actual facts i'm a really bad uh um, hand rate operator not watching her right now but too much stuff other stuff on my mind including video games but i digress so what is this actually going to do well most people haven't noticed it, it, it so far but um, to backtrack just for a minute, the sun has a cycle, and it changes its uh, cycle every 11 years. So we are actually on the upswing yet of what they call solar maximum, and that is when the sun is most active. And every 11 years, it settles down, we get a solar minimum, in which the sun is not so active and just goes like that. So we are, so I became a ham operator at solar minimum, essentially. And uh, now we're on the upswing to solar maximum, which apparently is like the heyday of anything amateur radio. Like you can work the world. I'll I'll find out. No, that's something new to me. But anyway, so what is this actually doing? Um, And this is all based off of memory from what I remember from all my videos and um, YouTube or my ham radio study guides and from what I've learned from Space Weather Woman. So please forgive me if I get something not quite right, but I'll try and do my best. Uh, please watch Space Weather Woman. She is awesome. I, I, I love watching her just to learn more about this stuff because this is fascinating. So what's happening is this hits Earth. Obviously, our magnetic field helps protect us from a good portion of the radiation and stuff that's ejected from the sun. Now, Space Weather Woman also says the sun streams loud. And I don't know what frequencies, but a shit ton of frequencies. So what does that mean? So... It can affect your GPS. Your GPS um, would be something you might immediately notice. GPS might not work at all, or it might give you really skewy results because of this coronal mass ejection slamming Earth. 
it's going to affect radio communications coming from space to Earth and vice versa. So you're not necessarily going, you know, so NASA has to, where is my sunglasses? Huh. I don't know where my sunglasses are. Oh, shh. No, I don't know where they are. Huh. That's a thing. Uh, anyway, I just realized it's bright out and I don't have sunglasses on. Oh, well. Um, so, that's going to be affected. I'm sure NASA and anyone else who does uh, operations in space are also taking that in factoring that into their plans for the next uh, little bit uh, to make sure everyone is safe and so on uh, satellites may not be able to communicate back to earth as well any other satellite because they use radio frequencies to talk to earth huh I wonder if uh, the SpaceX uh, uh, startling stuff would work I don't know. I don't know if their low Earth orbit, low Earth orbit, helps protect that or not. That's a that's an interesting question I haven't thought of yet, or asked. So, um, keep going here. Uh, what I would call HF uh, frequencies, which is anything below 30 megahertz, uh, they rely on the ionosphere typically to propagate out. So it's not just ham radio. We we got airplanes, uh, military, um, their shortwave stations, hell, uh, you know, anything where you may have spies overseas that they're trying to use communications. There's a lot of different things that are utilize bouncing signals off the ionosphere in order to get uh, communication out. And that will be completely gone <clears throat> for that per for a period of time. And by completely gone, I mean all you're going to hear is static and maybe some faint signals from close stations or people who happen to be getting through. Other than that, you're hearing nothing. You're hearing jack shit. Oh, the sun is bright. You should have sunglasses on. So HF radio communications gone, pretty much. Anything that resides on Earth that's like your uh, VHF, UHF, um, and up, I, I'm not going to call them all out, um, <clears throat> you know, your cell phone communications, your uh, walkie-talkies, your public safety radios, all of those are point-to-point -point on Earth. Those shouldn't have a problem because those are more point-to-point, -point, not going through the ionosphere that is super energized. And that's kind of sort of why it's happening because it's just got a lot of noise in the ionosphere at that point. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. What else am I missing? What else am I missing? That's kind of big stuff. Um, like I said, I don't know about the whole power grid thing. I've been told those, you know, those are the scare things that people say that aren't necessarily true. But on the other hand, I have seen from the scientific community that same thing, or at least what I'm assuming is a scientific community saying that it can happen. So something just to think about, um, but also realize 
even though we are more industrialized than what we have ever been, um, every 11 years. So 11 years ago was, uh, well, 2022 now, so that was 2011. I mean, we were pretty industrialized and we went through solar maximum then, or coming into a solar maximum. And then 2001, I mean, I would, maybe not quite as industrialized, but, um, again, we went through solar maximum. Now, arguably those have not been as strong as some of those in the past, like 60s and 50s or 70s, whatever it is that people keep saying is the heyday of ham radio. But um, you, we do need to realize that um, possibilities are there and just something to take note of, I suppose. Um, let's see here. What else am I missing? That's probably the biggest stuff. So what is the benefit to these, to this radio blackout, I guess, if you will? So the benefit to it is, is now it energizes the ionosphere. Well, a more energized ionosphere allows your um, signals below 30 megahertz to bounce better off of the ionosphere. Because uh, the ionosphere tends to bounce those signals. It doesn't tend to um, absorb them or... Uh, I. Let me phrase that. It tends to absorb them if it's not at the right peak, but if it's um, at the right energy level, it will actually bounce them off. That's what I was thinking of. Where VHF, UHF, and so on, they are they just pass through because of the wavelength or I forgot the exact specifics. So, long story short. Um, we're going to have some uh, beautiful northern lights, coronal, oh, I forget the exact, the right, the scientific term for it. Um, so we're going to have some very beautiful northern lights, maybe some southern lights for those who might be of that, in that part of the world. Um, and we're going to have um, some awesome radio communication potentially um, after that thing passes and everything is still charged. Um, I will probably be trying to hop on the radio and see if I can't make some DX contacts because not something I've had much of a chance to do yet other than on my, um, on, on the digital modes that are much easier to do that on. So this could be, uh, interesting times, uh, coming up, especially as this will happen more and more and as we have... This is the bad part about it, as we have uh, so much misinformation flying around the world right now. Um, do be careful of where, what sources that you believe, especially on something as not as well understood by the common people as, you know, like a thunderstorm, uh, blizzards, uh, things of that uh of that nature you know people are aware that hey this is dangerous or no this, this is not a big deal that type of stuff we're talking the sun and that is a whole different dynamic that most people don't quite grasp the concept of and so they're more apt to believe news sources or any source of information over 
actual factual information. So, space follow space weather woman. Uh, I found she's one of my best sources that actually breaks it down into human understandable um, language. That's what she does. That she uh, she's actually a professor in that style of reporting. Um, so she's a good person to follow on that space weather woman. Um, and that's her on YouTube. That's where she, where she can be found. So, um, highly recommend that. And, uh, hope I get this poster right away. Cause this is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm finally getting, uh, staying caught up here. At least I hope I am seven threes and talk to you maybe even later today. Bye. The intro music was Funkily Dugatitude by the late Derek K. Miller. The outro is Always Evermore by Eric Dietrich. You can contact me on most social networks with the username Mike Wills, one word. You can email me at mike at mikewills.me. You can find any show notes and my blog at mikewills.me. Thank you for listening and come back again. Mm-hmm.